Business Unity South Africa is urging Ramaphosa to pick better ministers, further stating that the president must ensure that the new cabinet inspires public and business confidence. The CEO of Busa, Cass Kovaria, joins us now to unpack this in greater detail. Thank you so much for your time, Cass. Just looking at the available talent landscape um, that we have in the cabinet, how bold does it actually allow Sir Ramaphosa to be in his cabinet reshuffle? How small? Well, mm-hmm. I, I can't put a number to it. I, th- I think the, the rationale for the size of the cabinet has got to be an a view from the president on what he requires in what portfolio. So we should look at ministries, for instance, that have two deputy ministers and ask whether that is necessary. We should look at ministries that could possibly be rationalized. But all of that depends on the president's sort of strategic plan on where he wants to take this country in the next couple of years, at least till 2024, if no longer. Yeah. And that must determine what sort of cabinet he needs. The cabinet is essentially the executive of a corporate. And 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 in any corporate, the, the executive is put together on the basis of what the strategy of that corporate is, what sort of skills it needs, uh, what sort of personnel it needs. Mm-hmm. And that determined the size and caliber of the executive. And, and it should be a similar sort of discussion for cabinet. Yeah. So um, I understand that you're saying that the size of the cabinet must be reduced. So is that really signaling that there are actually quite a lot of redundancies that exist right now within the cabinet? <laughs> well, it's what why are we saying saying this is that we've got a fairly large cabinet that hasn't really been effective yeah uh and and one of the reasons that it is not effective in our view is that we're not focusing on what we need to focus on uh we believe that a closer look at the cabinet could result in some sort of rationalization of ministries uh, but again, it, that has to be determined by what the president wants his executive to be. Ultimately, the cabinet is the body that the president delegates responsibilities to on the basis of what he sees as the direction that this country should be taking. And, mm. and if the direction that the country should be taking says that we have five key priorities, let us say, then the cabinet must actually be structured so as to meet those five key priorities. And yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, there are quite a few conversations happening on the rejigging of some of the departments. I mean, what would be the most crucial for the revitalization of the economy? Well, the one, obviously, the energy. It's a topical one and the urgent one now. And, and we, what we're saying is that any minister who's heading up the energy portfolio has got to be 110% behind the president's energy plan, which talks to significant private sector involvement in energy generation, which talks to us moving from towards a the targets we've actually set uh, in our discussions at, at COP last year, uh, and and must ex- must 
agree that we're moving from a fossil fuel-based economy to a greener economy uh, with, uh, careful, with a careful path, with a just transition pathway in place so that we limit any negative consequences of that, but we also use leverage of the economic opportunities on new forms of energy. And, and, and so the energy portfolio is obviously critical and it's not just load shedding and electricity and so on. There's liquid fuels that we have problems with currently. And so it's our entire energy infrastructure, if you like, and, and our energy mix and how we're going to manage that. We've also identified law and order. Mm. Uh, because this is a significant uh, issue when it comes to confidence in the country. It's also a significant issue when it comes to doing business and a significant issue to ordinary citizens in this country. Mm. And and we're seeing a breakdown in law and order in, in various areas of our society. And there we need a minister that can instill confidence in the police, can, that can clamp down on corruption in the police force, that can rebuild our intelligence services, uh, and that has the confidence of the communities in which the police work yeah. and is able to actually pull together business, community groups, the police to actually have a network of institution that can actually identify where the crime is happening and that can work with the police to actually do that and so yeah. that's the other that's the other one and trade and industry we've identified again we in that portfolio business is critical business is at the center of trade in this country it's at the center of creating businesses and growing businesses mm. trade and industry ministry is the ministry that look, needs to look at getting rid of, rid of red tape that's actually hindering the growth of businesses in the country. Yeah. And so here we need a minister that understands that business has a critical role to play and we need a real partnership between government and business. Yeah. Uh, we need to implement the African Free Trade Agreement, a GOA negotiation that are coming up and business is central to all of those. So uh, those are some of the ministries we've talked about. Mm. But, I think that generally what we need is a cabinet that's aligned behind the president's vision, a cabinet that's informed by evidence-based work, and, and that's what informs decisions that are taken, yeah. a cabinet that is serious about implementation. Yeah. Not yeah. not just policy making, even the policy making is critical. Yeah. But we've fallen way short on implementation and to do that you need to surround yourself with the appropriate technical skills and find those wherever they may be in the country. Yeah. And just lastly, Cass, I mean you mentioned that the energy portfolio is really one of the most critical ones and just mentioning the rejigging of those portfolios, now you have conversation uh, conversations about ESCOM moving uh, to the Department of um, uh, Mineral Resources and Energy from the um, Department of Public Enterprises. What are you making and what do we need to keep in mind now if we are to move some of these departments to their line departments? Well, we believe that at this juncture where SOEs are in trouble, mm -hmm. where governance issues at SOEs have been raised very, very sharply, we believe that there should be a separation between the shareholder and the operation. And, and we believe that these, these institutions should remain under the Department of Public Enterprise from a governance and shareholder point of view. And then Transnet and others, Transnet for instance, can 
work with the Department of Transport and the Department of Transport can actually look at the operations of Transnet and how Transnet plays a critical role in, mm. in redeveloping, I guess, the transport infrastructure in this country and similarly with other SOEs. Yeah. So we think that at this juncture, we should be looking at, and we'd like to hear from the President what, I mean, he had appointed a presidential commission on SOEs that actually made certain recommendations, including mm. having some sort of a, a, a singular body that actually, uh, from a shareholder point of view, manages these SOEs and so on. So I think we need to hear where that is and where the recommendations of that is sitting at the moment. But at this point in time, we believe that we need to concentrate on both the governance and operations of SOEs, mm. and we shouldn't subsume that into a line department. All right. Well, we'll be looking as to what the president will be delivering for us on that cabinet Absolutely. reshuffle within the next week or two. Of course, that has been moved now to after the State of the Nation address. So thank you so much for your time and for your insight today, Cass. That was Cass Kavadia, the CEO of Business Unity South Africa.